Hello, my friends. Hello, my loved ones. The voice of Simon Miller here, just apologizing for today's podcast because we had some technical issues on that there old YouTube and it just sent everything crazy. So I did my best to join them all together, but I will apologize. I know it's no fun. Also, just to give you a little update in case you are someone that likes to listen on podcasts, but also likes to join me live on YouTube, we are shifting the podcast or at least the video on demand portion of the podcast to a brand new channel because as I found out it actually affects your views if you let a live stream go up and in fact mostly if you unless you're just going to have a live streaming channel YouTube decides to eat alive your video on demand stuff and doesn't push it out as far as you would hope and I thought something was going on and thankfully I've now figured it out so all the uh, information you need is in the description so if you could go and subscribe to the new channel that would be great eventually we are going to try subscribing on a brand new channel I think for now maybe we'll stick to YouTube but maybe we'll move to Twitch uh, if you're just a podcast listener this doesn't affect you at all they'll keep going up as they usually do, but I wanted to make it clear and I wanted to say sorry. Let's get on with what I'm going to call an absolute cluster. You know the rest of it. Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. And welcome. That didn't work at all. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Wrestling Show. Finally returning after a little time off. I apologize for the delay. Uh, I'm a bit worried about today's stream. Not going to lie. Uh, I usually connect via Ethernet. You will know if you've watched streams before why we do that. But my computer just will not accept my Ethernet connection today at all. So we are going Wi-Fi. And usually when we go Wi-Fi, the stream just dies. And when the stream dies, everything dies. The audience dies, everything goes away. So we will hopefully, hopefully everything will be okay. Hopefully there won't be a problem. I will try and sort this out later. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, we are back. Sorry about last week. I went away as we did discuss. But hopefully if you are a member of my YouTube channel, if not, search for Simon Miller, give me a subscribe. Uh, you enjoyed all, excuse me, all the content that went up there. Also, as we are talking about my YouTube channel, thank you. We went over 100,000 subscribers. I didn't think it would happen in the week when I was away. But it did. Blew my mind, especially because now we're on, where is it? We're on 104, which is just crazy. Straight away, I want 105,000 subscribers because that's just how the way the world works. Um, but no, thank you from the bottom of my heart. A special video is going out later today, 7 p.m. GMT. Uh, it's something that somewhat people have been asking me to do for a while. It's just a bit of fun. But in terms of the show today, honestly, it you made my week you really really did to get to 100,000 subscribers on a channel where I just throw the you know the inner workings of my brain up onto the internet and actually to have an audience for that you humble me you flatter me I appreciate it but it also amazingly actually brought up some other issues which we're going to talk about right now just quickly because uh, it ties into the podcast here's the point when it comes to the streams I'm now gonna have to delay it a week because I need a good stream to be able to explain it um, yes, right. So as I found out when I was away, when you do live streams and you leave them up as public videos, your on-demand videos get screwed views-wise. I've been wondering for a while this was happening, why this was happening with my videos. And thankfully, somebody reached out and let me know. And then I did a litmus test by sheer accidents, um, simply because, uh, yeah, because I was away. And yes, you, I don't know why it does that. So here's what we're going to do. Again, there is a link in the description right now. And that is where I'm going to have to start a whole new channel. And that is where, for the short term, archived versions of this podcast are going to go. Probably not this one, (laughs) 
but yes, yeah, so that's the point. So all, all not not for a couple of weeks. So I want to make sure there's a, there's a crossover period. That's where I'm going to put all archive, archive versions of the show. And eventually, once I've migrated enough people across, we're going to start streaming on Twitch. Now, I'm very worried about this because I make no money from my YouTube channel at all. The only money I make is from Super Chats. Um, and I can't lose that because if I lose that, I'm not going to be able to afford to do the podcast anymore. But at the same time, if I want my YouTube to try and flourish, which I do, I can't keep doing the, uh, I can't keep doing the, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I've lost my train of thought because someone's being an asshole in the comments. <laughs> uh, let me start again, man. This is just this is a bad day. So yeah, if I don't, if I don't, you know, if I don't make money from from doing my podcast, I can't do it anymore. And I know you can do it on Twitch, but obviously we've got to start the audience again. I get the one of the reasons I get decent numbers on here is because the subscriber count. So that's what's going to happen in due course. Uh, I don't know why YouTube is so anti-streaming. But uh, that's, you know, what can I do? Unfortunately, the, the, the information is there. So YouTube channel it will be available as a podcast if you still like to check it out that way on SoundCloud and iTunes and Spotify and everything like that. But it will, um, but it will, uh, yeah, eventually we're going we're gonna to try and do it on, uh, try and do it on Twitch. And again, it, look, if it doesn't work out and I start losing money, I'm going to have to rethink but yeah, I've, we've got to try and figure. I've got to try and figure, figure something out. And this is the only, uh, the only way I can come up with. And of course, the cool thing about Twitch is, if you've already got an Amazon Prime membership or subscription, which a lot of people do, uh, you know, you, you, there are certain things you can get, you can get from that. Uh, unfortunately, I can't respond to all the super chats you did in the last video because I now can't access them. Like I can't, you know, there's no way for me to be able to to read them unless, of course, you know where I can read them. And I will, I, I will go and do that. But I have no idea, you know, when it dies on my end, the whole thing just dies. So, you know, if you did do a super chat there, if you just do it in a normal chat in this one, and I will trust you, and I, I will get back to you. But again, I can't help it if, um, if uh, what do you call it? Uh, YouTube is an asshole. I can't. You know, we've got to try something new. So again, if you're trying to watch this after the fact, you can't. No point in me saying that because you weren't able to hear this, especially because the original link is now dead because YouTube screwed us over. On that note, let's start talking about wrestling. I think I'll probably just talk about this again on the next show rather than this absolute. Well, let's just call it what it was: uh, a clusterfuck <laughs> from start to finish. But shout out to my man Dan Lemon in the super chat. He says, "Welcome back, thank you, Dan." You may mean welcome back from holiday, but of course, you may also mean welcome back from this absolute nightmare of trying to actually get YouTube to do what is now one of the most common technological things there is. Oh well, let's move on. Again, welcome to Simon is Pro Wrestling Show. Please like the video, share the video, give me a subscribe if you haven't already. I know we've gone past 100,000 subscribers, but it's like a dangling carrot and I just want to keep on going. Uh, what else do we do? I have merchandise, simonmiller.bigcartel.com. Shout out to pinsandknuckles.com and pinsandknucklesmerch.com for always supporting Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. And yeah, thanks. Uh, I have to shout out to my patrons, patreon.com forward slash simonmiller316. Again, my channel doesn't even exist without those guys. They are the reason it exists. So I've got to say thank you to those. And, um, and again, yeah, if you, do want, you don't want to do that, if you want to support the thing, uh, Super Chat is right there. That is what Super Chat is there for. You can ask whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. You can call me a bored asshole. If you want to steer the conversation in a different direction, that is the way to do it. And my man Mark Lambert apparently did a Super Chat in the last video who says, what is next to the Undisputed Era if they lose all their gold in Portland this weekend? Portland this weekend. Um, well, I, I don't think it's something we need to worry about overly. The group's been together for, what, three years plus? You could break them up now without much fanfare. You could get a few cool stories out of it. 
yeah, I don't, I, I think that, you know, you could carry it on, which would be great. But if you want to end it now, you know, all good things have to come to an end. The New Day are really the exception to that rule. So I just think it'd be, yeah, not something I'm, I'm overly bothered about. And Jeffrey Pridemore in the last Super Chat also said, it's not often I catch the podcast live anymore. Have to show love to our favorite YouTuber and put over how underrated MVP was back in the day. Uh, I was never a bit of a, I was never really an MVP guy. And no reason as to why, you know, some people you gravitate towards and some people you don't. But that's a good segue into Raw last night. I really enjoyed Raw. Obviously, Ups and Downs goes live in 32 minutes. So, uh, you know, please do come over there and check that out with me. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling too. I was surprised to see MVP back because obviously all the rumors and reports were that he'd come in to do his Rey Mysterio match and then walk away. But now people are saying he may be going on WWE as a producer. Hence why they, they stuck him on Raw. And I thought it was a really good segment. I thought it was a, a great way to give Drew McIntyre more momentum and more pace as he builds up to his WrestleMania match with, with Brock Lesnar. Like MVP is somewhat of a... I think he's been away so long that it's probably some fans that aren't aware of his WWE run, but people like you and I absolutely do. And just to see, you know, Drew McIntyre not fall for his nonsense, kick him in the face, do a little bit of a dance afterwards to show that he's the fun-loving Drew McIntyre, it worked perfectly well. Obviously, we have to get through Super Showdown before you can actually get stare-downs between Drew and uh, uh, Drew and Brock. So, you know, if it's going to be McIntyre... Like, we go back to what happened last week. I wasn't particularly fond of Mojo Rawley getting destroyed after I thought I was meant to buy into his shtick. But again, it's still good for Drew. And right now, Drew is the number one priority on Raw. There's no two ways about it. We need to get to a stage where if he does beat Brock Lesnar, which you've got to imagine he will do, people want to tune in and they want to see McIntyre as champion. He feels like a champion. He can carry the show. All of these things that your champion should do. So if that means some people have to be sacrificed in the meantime, don't think it's the worst thing in the world. So, you know, I, no, no, I liked it. But MVP was good. I hate talk shows on wrestling. As you know, one is fine. But when somebody comes back and we feel like we need to do the VIP lounge, which is just fancy chairs in a ring. Miz TV, fancy chairs in the ring. Kevin Owens show, fancy chair in the ring. And I understand it. Just let the guy out and talk. I mean, it was kind of cool that he had bouncers and a list and Drew McIntyre got a bit, you know, got a bit funny about that. But yeah, I don't... Uh, I never get that. That stuff always goes over my head. But otherwise, I, honestly, I, I was it was hard to find, and I'm a positive guy anyway, obviously, but it's hard to find negatives on Raw at all, if we're being completely honest. You know, Becky Lynch had a three-segment um, build for her program with Shayna Baszler. Some people are saying they didn't like the fact that Shayna Baszler was a vampire. I liked it. And I get it, because people are saying, well, why do we have to do these hokey angles and these over-the-top angles to... You know, try and get Shayna Baszler over. And you're correct. All of her work in NXT should be what got her over. And if you're trying to get her across to the Raw audience that may not have watched NXT, will do it with clips and do it with the commentators and do it with her just coming out and explaining. But WWE is more of a shot on the arm kind of a company. So somebody probably said, well, if nobody is really aware of Shayna Baszler, she can come out and be a vampire and bite into, into, Becky, Lynch's, <laughs> into Becky Lynch's next. And then everybody will know she's a badass. So that's why mostly I was all right with it, because I know everything Shayna Baszler has done. I'm a massive Shayna Baszler fan, which you will know if you watched any of my work. So, you know, to see her come out and just do something so dastardly and to have this ridiculous moment where Becky Lynch leaves in an ambulance before coming back in an ambulance without being arrested. Proper Grand Theft Auto stuff that was. 
I couldn't help but enjoy it. And it was very Stone Cold Steve Austin-esque. You know, people don't really like it when you say that, but he always used to get arrested and then come back in a Zamboni and try and attack. The only difference was she didn't attack the person that had caused all this, but that's okay. It's February the 11th. We have like six weeks to WrestleMania. You don't want to rush it. So I enjoyed it mostly. I thought it was a great visual when she came up with blood all in her mouth. She looked like a crazy person. She looked absolutely bonkers. So yeah, I don't, uh, I'm fine with it. I thought it was fun. I thought it tied in. And again, out of everything that we were doing on Raw in terms of building up to Mania, that's the one that got the most coverage. I don't believe it's going to be the main event. I think Drew versus Brock will be the main event unless they do a switch with Roman Reigns, which I'll talk about later on too. But ultimately, it got me invested in that match straight away. I don't mind a bit of hokiness in my wrestling. It is professional wrestling. And on that subject, Alex D in the super chat says, was that a vampire spot, Simon? I kind of just took it as Shayna just biting her neck. I don't know. You've taken me a little literally there, my friend. It wasn't a vampire spot. No, it was me joking around. <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually think they're going to make Shayna Baszler a vampire. <laughs> Although I love the fact that you thought I did mean that. But obviously that's what vampires do. They bite. I don't, not even, well, if I'm wrong, I'll have egg on my face next week. But I don't think even WWE would go in the direction of taking someone that has the legitimacy of Shayna Baszler being a former UFC uh, UFC fighter and uh, and turning them into a vampire. That would be too much. That If they do that, that is taking everything they did in NXT and just absolutely crapping on it. So... No, I don't actually think she was a vampire. I'm just saying she did a vampire, a vampire type thing. But I appreciate that you worried that she may have been. And maybe she will. Maybe she'll start a whole group. Maybe the four horsewomen will become the four vampires. And we'll finally do that match. And it will be the undead versus the normal people. <laughs> but the vampires will win. Because the only way you can beat a vampire is what? Stake through the heart? Sunlight? Don't have to worry about that. WWE. No, WWE's outdoors at WrestleMania 37. They just announced it. There's your feud. It must be actually, it must be outdoors at 36 as well because they do it in open air stadiums. All right, you can do it then. And then, the, you know, the match goes on in the daytime. Shayna's Bay's like, no, I need to be nighttime. Becky Lynch, like, sorry. And Becky Lynch wins when Shayna Baszler turns into dust and ash. Sweet. We sorted that one out. My man, Sean Gearhorn, says, Who the hell is Murphy? Why, for the love of anything, can't mid card wrestlers have more than one name? What the fuck, WWE? I mean, yeah, look, I like the start of Raw. I really did. I thought it was fun. Uh, I like everything with Seth Rollins' group. I like everything with Kevin Owens' group. Eventually, we're going to need a little bit more direction because it kind of feels all over the place at the moment. However, the big takeaway was that, yes, Buddy Murphy is no longer Buddy Murphy. He's just Murphy. I don't have an answer for you. I don't know why we have to do it. I get nothing from it. It doesn't make me like or dislike Buddy Murphy any more or any less. Samoa Joe's going to become Sam. Seth Rollins will just become Roll. AOP will just be A. Who else can we shorten down as we're doing this? Drew McIntyre could just be Drew or Mac. No, Drew McIntyre can be Mac. Roman can be Rom. I don't know why they do it. I don't know. It's probably because somebody saw, well, Vince McMahon saw the name Buddy and got a bit worried that it didn't sound very threatening. But it's not really about that. I mean, Floyd Mayweather is not a very threatening name. But the reason he came across as threatening is because he's Floyd Mayweather and he was one of the best boxers there was. I mean... No, Mike Tyson is quite a good name. Tyson Fury is quite... Deontay Wilder's not like a terrifying name. Anthony Joshua's not a terrifying name. Conor McGregor. But, I mean, Conor McGregor's the most Irish name ever. But, you know, it works because of what they do in the octagon or in the in the ring. I don't know why they do it. I'd love to have an answer for you. Don't worry, I take the mick out of it on ups and downs. That's the way I get my revenge. 
But yes, very, very strange. Very, very strange indeed. Uh, Robert Jackson, the Super Chat. Thank you so much, my friend. And again, please do get involved with the Super Chat. I know it's been a bit crazy uh, of the stream, but now we're getting into it. If AEW were to sign John Cena, how badly would WWE be affected? The current product would be fine, but he was and kind of still is the face of WWE. I mean, it would affect them. It would affect them maybe not on a business level, but on an emotional level. You know, as much as the likes of Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage back in the day going to WCW really did get to Vince McMahon. That's been well documented. I think John Cena, who has had such longevity and such tenure at WWE doing it, I think he would be affected. But you may actually see a more aggressive product from WWE if that did happen. It, like, you know, Hogan going to WCW did it then. It may do it now. I mean, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Uh, John Cena does not need to go to AEW. John Cena is rich. John Cena is a Hollywood actor. John Cena probably has more worth at WWE than he would at AEW, knowing the fan base. I don't think it would hurt WWE business-wise. I think it would help AEW hugely because, you know, John Cena now is a mainstream star. He just is. So you're going to get people tuning in. Don't forget, there are people right now that don't know The Rock was a wrestler. I know it's hard for us to believe, but it's true. They have absolutely no idea. And I think the same would probably be true at a much smaller scale at the moment for John Cena, but that would help AEW. But I don't think it's going to happen. So and I don't think I don't think it would kill WWE. So um, yeah, that's my thought. AJ Parker, my man, says sorry, Simon, just tuned in. Don't worry about it. Can I get a belated birthday shout out? It was on the eighth. Happy birthday, AJ. I hope you had a good time on the eighth of February. Also, how did your matches go this past weekend? <laughs> we may as well talk about that. So yeah, so I went uh, I went away for the for the week last week. I literally got off a plane at half ten in the morning. I came back here to my abode. I did ups and downs for SmackDown. Then I drove to Ivor, which is a village about twenty minutes from me did a raw rumble and a one-on-one -on -one match i then drove to london and did a third match for hustle wrestling i did all of this on no sleep i'm not saying that makes me better or worse than anybody else i'm just giving you my experience but i loved every second of it the hustle show especially i loved uh the crowd were awesome the venue was awesome it was my debut for them too so i'm always a little bit more nervous about that uh, i slept for 12 hours on saturday night which is crazy for me i average about five a night i'm not a good sleeper that's how destroyed i was but yeah no it was great they were really really good uh, i think the one on saturday night at hustle was one of the best that i've done not perfect still a long way to go but certainly positives to take away from it. So thank you very much for asking. That's what this is. Wrestling injury. I don't think it was there. You probably can't see it wrestling. It looked worse over the weekend, uh, but it started to calm down. My man Dan Lemley in the Super Chat says, The Brood return confirmed. Hey, Edge is back. Christian can still come in. Gangrel's still working the indies. Shayna Baszler can be the, the, the female in the group. Why the hell not? Philip Coral in the Super Chat says, Simon, when are you going to shorten your name? On ups and downs today in around about 22 minutes. You'll see. I don't let anything slide under my nose. It's massive. I've got a big old nose. Shelby Lynn in the Super Chat says, Simon, I missed you so much. Well, that's very nice. Thank you, Shelby. I appreciate that. Did you miss all my technological nightmares as well? Uh, welcome back. My fiance and I were at AEW Wednesday night, and it was such an awesome experience. It totally sold me on AEW. I can imagine it would do, right? Because the one thing that AEW does have going for it is it always has an electric crowd. Even if it's not sold out, the crowd will always be loud. The crowd will always be raucous. And I can imagine when you go there, it does get in your brain a little bit. I remember when I was at All In. And some of the evasions were so loud for the earlier matches, I got a bit emotional because it, you know, it kind of affected me in that way. So I really enjoyed All Elite Wrestling this week. I did watch it when I was away. I thought the lashing segment with Cody Rhodes and, um, and MJF was old school pro wrestling. And I love old school pro wrestling. I really, really, really do. 
Uh, and there was a lot to like on that as well. And let's talk about what I meant to be talking about, but I've been <laughs> completely laywayed, waylaid by the, the nonsense today. You know, AEW at the moment does potentially tie into everything with Matt Hardy. My favorite segment of all of Raw was, you know, Matt Hardy coming out to confront Randy Orton, who was going to talk to us about everything that had happened with Edge. Let us know about the, the rift between him and Edge being patched up, which I, you know, I, I quite enjoyed. And then, sort of, you know, basically getting in Randy Orton's face, being RKO'd, and then being concertoed. Now, it was a cool angle anyway, because, you know, A, it brings, w, uh, brings Randy Orton to being back to the WWE crazy person that he was. It kind of has hints of the legend killer. Uh, but more importantly than that, the reason it was apparently done is to write Matt Hardy off TV. His contract ends in three weeks. He hasn't signed a new one. And that's why he's gone. He's either going to sign a new deal with WWE and he'll come back or you know, this is the All Elite Wrestling tie-in, he will go across there and you would guess become the leader of the Dark Order as, you know, Woken Matt Hardy. or a broken Matt Hardy, I should say. And I'm so ready for that. I'm so up for that. I've always been a Matt Hardy fan. Even when I was a kid, I just gravitated more towards Matt than I did Jeff. No reason as to why. So, you know, if I thought the WWE was going to use him in the way that I want him to use him, I'd be happy for him to stay. And ultimately, I'm happy for him to do whatever the hell he wants, right? It's his job. It's his life. But... It's, I just think there is so much, that Dark Order gimmick needs something, right? And that what it needs is Matt Hardy. Because not only is it a huge name jumping ship, it just makes me more interested in it, especially if the broken character came back. The broken character only ended because the Woken version in WWE wasn't really given a chance to shine, right? I think we can all agree with that. But it, I wasn't bored of it. I was ready for it. It was almost like, you know, new, I can't think of the right word, but postmodern pro wrestling, right? It was completely different to everything else that you'd seen. And Matt Hardy seemed to have so many more ideas. I don't want it to go away. I enjoyed the nostalgia run that he had in WWE when he came up with Jeff Hardy and that pop at WrestleMania 33 or 34, whatever it was, will live with me forever. <laughs> Him too, I can imagine. But I just think that makes all the sense in the world. So when I saw that angle, again, can't wait for Edge to come back and get his revenge against Randy Orton. But... I know I'm reading into speculation here, of course, but it got me excited that maybe that's the direction that Matt Hardy is going in. And I, I just, again, it would probably be one of his last runs as he, you know, as he, as he enters his, his, his latter part of his career. And I just think AEW would let him run wild with it. Like the, the other thing that's happened this week is that Brandy Rhodes confirmed that the um, a Nightmare Collective is done. But the Nightmare Collective in general goes to show that AEW is willing to try new things. And Broken Matt Hardy is still that. You, you probably need to shake it up a little bit so it's not too much like the TNA version. But yeah, when all that was going on, aside from enjoying it from a, just a TV presentation because it was great, I was like, oh man, I hope this means Matt Hardy is going it is going across. But I'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But yeah, absolutely brilliant. Uh, last week, again, Randy Orton destroyed Mojo Rawley. Didn't really get that, but hey-ho, it is what it is. Uh, Jeffrey Pridemore on the Super Chat says, how about that XFL debut? It was actually fun. It was. It was good. I enjoyed it. I think I'm going to pick the New York Guardians as my team because I like their logo. But yeah, interesting new rules. The kickoff makes sense. It felt different from the NFL, but not too much. Decent football, not as much of a carnival as it was back in 2001. It may succeed. It may succeed. We'll have to wait and see. There's a long way to go. Uh, Non-WWE guy in the Super Chat says, Biggest surprise return, Adam Blampay or Edge. Look, man, surprise returns are surprise returns. It all depends on your personal perspective. Uh, for me personally, you know, it was uh, it was cool to see Adam come back. He seems like he's doing very well. Good stuff all around, right? Two thumbs. I just want I just want people to be happy. That's all I want. Shout out to my man, Chicken Salad, in the super chat. He says, keep it up with a little bird doing 
like what is that like bicep curls didn't really could do that stuff i like it that's cool thank you very much chicken salad and again if you want to get involved in the super chat please do uh chris concerto is my wrestling name says somebody in the chat uh, good afternoon, my lovely friends. It's always very nice when people when people do it. Uh, Riddick is a far better name than Murphy. Hope they push him far. I don't understand everything with Mojo Rawley and Riddick Moss. I thought here's a really cool little group that we can, you know, Riddick Moss can watch Mojo Rawley's back. Mojo Rawley can have a decent run with the 24-7 championship. That will make the 24-7 championship feel different. Maybe we'll start having proper matches and giving that title a bit more respect. And then Riddick Mock just rolls him up using the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. And we're back to doing what we've been doing for the last year or so. I don't know who that benefits. And I don't know why Mojo Rawley isn't allowed more than seven seconds before somebody kills his character. Blue Goop mirror smashing Mojo Rawley's gone. It now looks like I'm going to go around your mother's house to win the 24-7 title is gone. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. It's, um, it's very strange. It's very, very strange indeed. But... I don't know. The 24-7 title in general feels lost to me at the moment. And that's the same with a lot of titles on Raw. Like, I forgot that Seth Rollins and Murphy were the tag champs. We really should do something about that. I forgot the Kabuki Warriors were tag champs. I did like that Becky Lynch versus Oscar match. I understand people got irked by it because they want Oscar to be put in a better position. But in terms of a match, I thought it was awesome. I really, really did. And look, if you're trying to establish Becky Lynch as this dominant warrior in the women's division, within the last two weeks, you've done that. That is absolutely how she's coming across. So... I, uh, I, 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 I was okay with it. Sometimes you have to sacrifice people for the greater good. It's like Alistair Black and Tazawa. Like, I didn't enjoy that as much as I would have done, simply because I've seen it before, but at least Alistair Black is still getting wins. I mean, we need to put him in a proper feud ASAP so he doesn't just feel like a run-of-a-mill guy. Also, where the hell's Eric Rowan gone, right? It, it certainly seems to me like I have no idea what was in that cage, and I'll, I'll just take him off TV. If they do that, I promise I'm going to do a whole episode, and I'm going to rant and rave. John the Jin the Super Chat says, Welcome back. Thank you, my friend. Check out Matt's Free the Delete vignettes on his YouTube channel. He's definitely not coming off as done, my friend. I watch every one. I'm a massive Matt Hardy fan. No, he's not done. He's not done. To me, I think he's either saying to WWE, look, let me do this character one more time, or if not, I'll go do it elsewhere. I think 100%, but we don't know that's the case. That's why I always like to, to tread around that, you know, stead on eggshells. He may, you know, he may just be, you know, he may just be going, who knows? Who knows? I, I would assume he's going to AEW. But again, I'm a wrestling fan, I'm a wrestling mark. I'm always going to do that because that will get everybody talking. Um, my man Sean Gihon, the Super Chat says, did I, did I really see Rusev in the lineup for the stupid Cortland match in Saudi? I thought he was off TV because of contract issues. Well, that is the other rumor. And that, I, I tell you, the, as much I love the fact that Ricochet beat Bobby Lashley clean on an episode of Raw. Because if you look at those two guys, like, well, one is Vince McMahon's dream and the other not so much. And I understand why they're doing it. Like I said, sometimes you've got to sacrifice people for the greater good. And the greater good is making you believe that Ricochet may have a chance against Brock Lesnar. Spoiler, he does not. But I really enjoyed that. But the issue is, where the hell has Rusev gone? We had all this time we put into that feud. And there's been no resolution unless we're going to take it as, well, Bobby Lassie just whipped his ass. And if that's the case, that's the end of the Rusev character. He got cheated on by his wife, then got beat up by the adulterer, and then just skulked off and walked away. That's that's what's happened in terms of kayfabe. So that upset me <laughs> greatly. But yes, the rumor was that apparently his contract is coming due too, and he's not necessarily happy. Again, all rumor and who knows what else, murmurings. And then all of a sudden they announced the Gauntlet match and Rusev was in it. I can't remember who else. The two names that stood out for me were AJ Styles because he's been injured since the Raw Rumble and Rusev because, again, he's been off television. But I don't know. 
To me, the Saudi Arabia shows kind of exist in a bubble all of themselves. A lot of them are repeats. A lot of them don't actually have any meaning aside from Bray Wyatt when he won the championship. So I think they'll just do it and then you'll get to Raw the next night or the next two nights, whatever it is, and they'll forget about it again. That's why, well, for many reasons, but it's a big one, why I don't like those pay-per-views. They feel, they feel fruitless and they feel like they're just uh, flying, flying through the abyss. And I think we're all right. I think we're okay. I don't know. Um, this, is, this has been an awful podcast for the podcast listeners. I apologize, my friends. I apologize. Sometimes technology just goes bad. Um, yeah, to me, it's, it's a win-win situation. Rhea Ripley either wins. She's got Charlotte. And that's, a, again, that's a huge scalp to be able to have and beat the Raw Rumble winner. Or Charlotte wins as she goes to NXT. I'm okay with this. I have no problem. I have no problem with this either way. I like how they're, I imagine they'll wait till after Super Showdown and after NXT Portland before Charlotte obviously makes her, makes her proper, her, her proper, uh, what do you call it? Uh, accepts the challenge from Rhea Ripley. Oh, hang on. Everyone's saying that the thing is great. It's fine on my end. I do not have any issues uh mine's all right everyone's saying it's crashed on my end it's fine so i don't really know i don't know why is it so bad today what the hell is going on let's just keep going lamel kh2 in the super chat says imagine if bray changes the b team we can get that amazing theme song back i also i think if goldberg won it would be a catastrophic oscar up i'm glad you mentioned that lamel kh2 um i would like to see the b team back on television uh, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I have been thinking about this Roman, uh, this Goldberg Bray Wyatt match a lot, a lot. Basically, I my feelings on the Fiend have changed massively than all the videos I did six months or so ago, and that's because of the Hell in the Cell match, right? That did change everything with uh, uh, with how I felt about Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. I don't mind if Goldberg beats Bray Wyatt at Super Showdown. I know that's a controversial thing to say, but when I think about WrestleMania and what WrestleMania is, and I'm just repeating what other people have said on the internet, but Roman Reigns versus Goldberg, Spear versus Spear, is a far more interesting, a far more marquee, and a far more headlinable match than The Fiend versus Roman Reigns, if that's the main event thing they want to do. Now, I'm not saying this about you and I. I'm talking about the casual fan, which is what my dad, so you have to take that into effect. But to me, The Fiend has... Again, it didn't go the way that I expected it to, so I don't care if he loses. I did six months ago. I really, really did. But now I will, you know, I'll take it is my point. I was trying to think of a more poetic way to put that. I would just take it. I think that there is something in Goldberg winning and doing Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. I really, really do. I really, really, really do. And I understand that's going to annoy a lot of people. You know, why are we bringing a 53-year-old man to beat back Bray Wyatt? You're right. You're 100% correct, and I'm thinking very short term here. I just can't think why else they would do that match. How do you get out of Bray Wyatt and Goldberg if Bray Wyatt's winning without utterly destroying Goldberg, and then you're going to struggle next time you bring him back? Like, his aura was already affected at Super Showdown last year with the Undertaker match. It was bad. Everyone has said it. Undertaker said it. Bill Goldberg said it. It's just a fact. A fact is a fact. You know, you're not going to get any more money out of doing Goldberg versus Thing here. So I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I think he's going to win. I really think he's going to win. I could be utterly wrong. All the stuff with Seth Rollins' group, Becky versus Oscar was awesome. Very much enjoyed Shayna Baszler. Don't understand everything with the Street Profits and Mojo Rawley. Drew McIntyre is smashing it. Angel Garza. There we go. Let's talk about him. Angel Garza. That is, um, yeah, just 
what a that's I liked him on NXT anyway, but he has transitioned so effortlessly onto Raw. It's just like this guy. Don't even put him back on. You can do, but keep him on Raw. Keep him on Raw. Like the man is the man is pure fire. He's really, really, really good. He just you know he's such a good asshole. He makes you hate him. Uh, I, I think he's really, really good in the ring. Uh, I don't mind the feud with Humberto Carrillo, but really, I'm just not behind Humberto Carrillo at all. I'm just not. He's just nothing to me. And again, talking about, again, sacrificing for the greater good, Cedric Alexander took that role this time. Cedric Alexander was uh, the guy that took it. But you need to get Angel Garza over with this crowd, and wins and victories do it, even though sometimes WWE doesn't believe that wins and losses matter. They do. I don't know what happens when Andrade comes back, but I think Garza is great. I really, really think Garza is great. I'm just... He just got something. Again, I enjoyed him in NXT. I'm enjoying him now. Thumbs up all round. Just a good, a good, smart, a good start, solid match as far as I'm concerned. Ricochet thing, surprising, but good. Randy Orton, the best thing on the whole damn show. Don't understand Alistair Black, Becky Lynch, still in the ambulance, and then the main event. So yeah, genuinely, you'll see on my Raw ups and downs, it goes live in six minutes, seven minutes. Make sure you come across. I just enjoyed myself. And sometimes people say I look for downs. I wouldn't say I look for downs, but I try and, I try and be balanced. I think it's important. But look, WWE and Raw are smashing it right now. They just are. Not everything is great, but the, the main storylines are great. There's new people I'm able to get invested in. We get a lot of decent matches because the in-ring talent is awesome. And I'll, you know, t- again, to balance that out, I say SmackDown feels like it's gone the opposite way. I don't mind SmackDown. It's a very easy watch at two hours, but you get the same storylines, the same matches. Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin is still going on because I think that WWE has decided if that doesn't happen, aliens are going to attack. And somehow keeping that program going is creating a barrier around the earth to stop them. I don't get it at all, but it's not... It's not a bad show either way. Like, if you go back to sort of the end of 2019, the end of 2018, I should say, especially, when Baron Corbin was running wild and Raw felt like a slog. And, you know, 180 minutes of any kind of television is always going to be hard to get through. But I I think, aside that aside, you're always going to be a bit worn out because your brain gets tired. It's a great show, Raw, right now. I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. Uh, not massively looking forward to Super Showdown. Uh, there's a pay-per-view in between that. The rumor is there's going to be an Elimination Chamber match at the uh, that pay-per-view, which would make sense. They do that all the time. This is all good for me. This is ticking a lot of boxes. And as we mentioned a minute ago, I think Charlotte Flair winning the Rumble has added a bit of spice, given that she's going after Rhea Ripley. It opens the door for Shayna Baszler versus Becky. Also opens the door for Bailey versus Sasha Banks. They're three great women's matches. Rhea, Charlotte, and those other two, I think, really pad out's the wrong word but just make that card far more better than it could have potentially been otherwise so so yeah all round raw was awesome topped off by like i say not only a great angle with randy orton and matt hardy but also this idea that maybe matt hardy is now pretty much a lock-on to go to aw and become the leader of the dark order and then straight i'm not down on the dark order as much as some people but as soon as that does happen i am 10 times behind the dark order if we get woken and broken and crazy stuff, Matt Hardy's really good at that. He just gets it. Oh, man, it excites me. It really, really excites me, but we will see. Uh, so we'll do a few more minutes and then we'll end. I know it's been an absolute roller coaster today. I don't know what's going on with YouTube and my connection. It's because we took a week off and everything just dies. But again, to wrap up, uh, please subscribe to the channel below. That's where this will be going on demand. I will put it up there later. You won't be able to access it through the main channel. And then at some point, we are going to have to try and figure out where we stream from. Maybe we'll stream from the other YouTube channel. Maybe it's easier to do it that way. Maybe we'll stream from Twitch. I don't know. Uh, Again, I need to make sure that these are doing as well as they have been doing, because otherwise I'm, I'm I'm in real trouble. But keeping them on the channel has been affecting views. I got this confirmed over the last week or so. 
Uh, which sucks, because I like doing these. Uh, hopefully things will just turn around and that won't be the case. But again, if you want the on-demand stuff, make sure you subscribe to the channel below. And th these are, in terms of live on the channel, they're going to be around for at least two more weeks as I... Uh, as I, uh, you know, hopefully get the word out to everybody. And look, if it fails, I just put them back on my channel. Because again, I don't make any money from YouTube. And that's a that's an issue, as you can imagine. And my man, Sean Gilhorn, Super Chat says, Did you see Matt Riddle go after Brock again after a house show? Are we getting worked? Or does Riddle not just care and he's an idiot? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. We just don't know. We just don't know. Like, it's... Uh, uh, I, I, Matt Riddle is such an interesting... I've talked to Matt Riddle before. And he does not care. He really does not care. So you either... He doesn't care what WWE has said to them, or it's a work. But Brock Lesnar doesn't seem the type of guy to be doing these kind of backstage works. But I did see it, and he did say he's going to retire him. We will find out. See how he gets pushed, and see how he gets, and see how he gets, uh, yeah, worked. And I don't know. I don't know. Uh, my man Bushman says, happy to Bishvat. How good is your Hebrew? Oh, man, I appreciate that one. My Hebrew is not as good as it once was. Uh, I used to be able, I used to be much better. I can still read it, but I used to be much better. But it's that thing I just, uh, I used to go to Sunday school. And uh, basically, ever since my bar mitzvah, I didn't get involved in it as much as I should. And my brain forgot because I'm an idiot. Um, but I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. Same to you. Uh, that's pretty much it, I think. I don't think there's much else to... Well, there would have been much else to talk about, but we gotta we got to start wrapping it up. Again, uh, thank you to everybody who supported me going to 100,000. One of my fitness videos properly blew up too. Um, that was... I couldn't... But watching that happen was absolutely one of the best videos I've ever done. So... That was, uh, that, that was very, very kind. We're certainly going to do more fitness videos going forward. Uh, ideally, what I'd like to do now is fitness and wrestling. I'd be all right with that. Fitness and wrestling would make me very happy, but we, but we shall see. So, yes, there will be another live podcast on Thursday. Hopefully, that one will be fine. And the video on demand, I will put over, uh, over on. What I'm hoping happens is that because I'm going to start unlisting these videos, because they're unlisted and not public, it won't affect my other videos. We'll see how the one later does. I know how well those videos usually do. Again, 100,000 subscribers special. And we'll take it from there. But I appreciate your support during this very interesting time. As like I say, I try and double down on my own channel. It doesn't affect anything else. Just like a personal project, a passion project, a side project that I'm doing. And it does require some risks because you don't risk things, you don't get anything. And we'll finish off with my man, Matthew Fletcher, in a super chat that says, I understand that business is business and the WWE talent deserve their spot. But do you feel like shorter shows are actually selling off their pay-per-view rights to a different network? What I'm hoping it, that does mean is that we get shorter shows. There's going to be a massive backlash. and There's going to be plenty of controversy because, you know, if you've, uh, you know, been paying $9.99 a month and all of a sudden you're asked to pay, I don't know, $50 or whatever it could be, it wouldn't be that much, but pay for a different streaming service, you may feel a little bit torn. But it doesn't tie into Raw and SmackDown, but from a pay-per-view point of view, yes, absolutely. It means that we can hopefully go back to three and a half, four-hour pay-per-views max. That's, I mean, look, the thing is, talking from a completely third-party point of view, you know, like, pay-per-views don't feel special anymore because they only cost 10 bucks a month and actually they cost less than 10 bucks a month because for 10 bucks a month you get nxt nxt uk old you know old raw old smackdown you know all these living things if all of a sudden you're just paying for a singular pay-per-view wwe has to go out of their way to make it worth your while and i think sometimes they don't do that because they know well, we're just going to throw it on the network uh, it's going to be interesting we'll have to see uh, we're going to have to see what goes down but it's going to be interesting. I think we're in for a transitional period in WWE over the six months. But I do believe, like if Raw could be cut down to two hours, I think Raw would be a fantastic wrestling show. I think it's good right now already. But again, those last 60 minutes are tough. 
you get that down to 120 minutes, it smiles all around. Uh, and on that note, I want to thank everyone. Look, I'm so sorry for all the, the nonsense and the, it affects me just as it affects you. I know it's frustrating. We'll be back on Thursday at 1 p.m. GMT, so make sure you tune in then. Uh, 100,000 subscribers special going live at 7 p.m. GMT tonight, so make sure you check that out. I found it quite fun. Hopefully, you will do as well. Thank you for supporting all my videos. Thank you for all the patrons. Uh, thank you to everybody on my Twitter at Simon316, Instagram at Simon316. If you buy merchandise, Big Cartel at Simon.BigCartel.com. Loads of stuff. I just appreciate it all. And uh, next time, we will figure out what happened with this stupid connection. And hopefully we'll make it work. My apologies again for the podcast listeners who are going to have this all over the place. Make sure you head over to What Culture Resting Now for ups and downs for Raw. I will be in the chat. I will fix all my issues. And I will see you next time. Where's my button? There it is.